0: You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to Podcasting Made Simple with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Hey everyone, welcome to the Podcasting Made Simple podcast. I am your host, Aaron Weinbaum, and uh, still figuring out the new video setup, but it doesn't matter. It's a podcast. It's all about the audio, so here we go. Uh, I'm in the studio, like I said, because I am still trying to work out this, this video issue, and we're going to answer a few questions and, of course, answer any live questions that you may have. Um, got a lot of network questions today. So I'm going to answer questions about that, what's a network, all that kind of stuff. Don't worry if you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to explain it to you. First up, Brian Tucker asks, so I seem to have a podcast network instead of a podcast. That is what it's called when you release several different shows by different collaborators on the same account and the same RSS feed. Now remember, your RSS feed is your unique podcast feed You know that goes into iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker and occasionally gets picked up by Spotify and that sort of thing. So he wants to know if there are any best practices for that sort of thing. And, you know, there are a few different ways to do this. Some hosts like Spreaker and Blueberry let you host multiple shows on their platforms. Doing it that way gives you different RSS feeds. So let's say you got a group of guys and it's it's your network per se, but there's different podcasts and they got their own feeds and this and that. So it's a much smaller version of like what a podcast one would do. You know, of course podcast one has podcasts like the Adam Carolla show, all his podcasts, um Golly Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal show. Uh you know, that's just on a much, much larger scale um you know, there are also many shows out there that do it the other way so they will do the network name but different podcast hosts like uh or even the same host you know like Vinny Tortich he'll do it you can look him up Fitness Confidential he'll do one day he'll do a Monday show and then do a Saturday show where he interviews a guest he'll do a Friday show where he interviews a doctor you know that kind of that kind of stuff um somebody I know personally or at least in the uh, podcast space, is my friend Kyle Steele has a podcast called Loudmouth MMA Network, and he calls it that because he puts out a lot of other MMA content with different hosts several days a week. Um, it's usually the same day, the same show. You know, it's very, very consistent. He does a good job. Uh, my friend Blake, who I will be with consulting with later this week, what's up, Blake? Loaded Joe's MMA. He basically does that, but. He does the same RSS feed, but two totally different podcasts, one on MMA and the other one on dating. Now that for me is confusing, you know, cause you're not sure if you're going to get the MMA or the dating or whatnot. And that's probably what we're going to talk about this week. <laughs> and, uh, so if you do do like a network that is the same RSS feed, I suggest the subject matter be the same, like, you know. If you do an MMA network, do all MMA shows. If you do a basket weaving network, do basket weaving shows. You know, you can have different hosts coming on different days of the week. Make sure it's the same days and make sure it is consistent. Johnny Blake says, hey, so I updated my podcast to a server online and to try to get it on Spotify. But it says RSS doesn't look right. So he typed it in SimplePie and it read and worked just fine looking for suggestions. You know, I've had that same thing happen to me with Spotify as well. There are two things. Um, first step is always customer support. You want to do the customer support with your, with your host first. And usually, um, they could hopefully steer you in the right direction, but sometimes they have like a, a direct method of going to Spotify to where you don't have to go to Spotify and put in your feed. It's confusing, I know. Or contact Spotify. You know, they're actually pretty good at giving back to you. I think his host was because I've never heard of it IVOX so you know try those routes first um the host should be the one that gets back to you quicker a separate question from Johnny Blake he said do you guys have any tips on how to grow a community for a podcast in a small medium town he's having troubles trying to get himself noticed in his own town Um, he does have some listeners, but he wants to see what could be the next step. Johnny, here's the thing, man, you're in your own community, buddy. So the good thing is you got the base, you know, the people now, if you are wanting to grow within your community, you know, word of mouth would be your best bet. You know, you're, you're, you said you have listeners are already, you know, have them tell their listeners, you know, maybe offer a contest, you know, a t-shirt, a mug or something with your logo on it. Get involved in community events. You want to be within your community. Do that sort of thing. Talk about it, you know, with people at church. Do like the, do like, uh, you know, go to the soup kitchen, whatever. You know, I I, I don't know what goes on in your community, but that sort of thing. That is, that is my suggestion within your community, you know, use your resources there. And since you already have that following, you know, you want to grow within that, then sure, start a community Facebook page with your podcast. Lots and lots of options uh, for you there. On a personal note, I have decided to end my experiment with Launchpad DM and move back to Spreaker. Um, Nothing against Launchpad. They were true to the word. It stayed free. And they are going to let me redirect my RSS. The problem is I was on an experimental platform. They were letting me try out where I had multiple uh, podcasts in the same channel. So the, the redirect options not quite there for me so I, i'm hoping they still help me out um the thing i didn't like about launchpad was even though it was free and it was good quality hosting and all that don't get me wrong but you had to put in a mid-roll and I, you know i did that for several weeks i think it was a turn off to my consumers because there was an ad at the beginning there's an ad in the middle and somewhere there was an ad at the end and i got to choose where it was in the middle but problem is this i don't have very long podcasts you know 20 minutes 45 minutes sometimes an hour just depends And I have two different ones I'm currently doing I didn't feel comfortable shoving a mid-roll in there um you know I don't mind advertising and when I do I want I would I'd rather it was in my own voice and not a planned commercial I'd like to know who was advertising with me and honestly I can use that time working off my affiliate links and you know My podcast hosting link, like, or Spreaker or whatever, giving you guys a good deal, a month free, and this and that. You know, I'm not going to go into that, but I just didn't didn't feel comfortable with it and and with that platform. And for $7 or $6 a month, rather, with Spreaker, you know, I about break even with what they pay me to promote them um, and use my link and whatnot. So $72 a year seemed doable to me. Like I said, with this podcast, I do just enough to break even and reinvest back into the podcast, you know, with better equipment, better hosting, that sort of thing. So, you know, your goals may be different than mine. So I'm always here for advice or whatever to give you advice. But, you know, you got to do what's best for you. I felt this was best for me. You know, I I have no problem with Spreaker. They've always been good to me. So I, so I just go back. I don't know if I'll ever go back to the ad roll format. I'd I'd rather advertise for myself or you know other people that I know. And like I said, in my own voice. Um, all right, Gary Strauss. He's got a, he's always got like a weekly question, but I never think he comes back to check on the answer. He just kind of drops it and goes, and he never comments back. So he said, "I would love some opinions on this." I record my podcast remotely with co-hosts and guests using Zoom conferencing through my samsung phone um i see a Blake is listening what's up Blake uh not ideal i know but i'm i'm not changing that part of my process okay he's not changing i, I ew, that right there that's kind of he's set in his ways and that's fine do what you do do what you do brother so so far he's used an XLR headset mic uh now what an XLR headset mic is it's got two different jacks one for the XLR and one for the mic output um, I guess it's the audio technica bphs one I've never used one of those. They look pretty cool, though. And then he connected his headphone jack with adapters again. Headset is not preferred, but he likes the way it makes it feel, blah, blah, blah. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know that a headset's not preferred. People, lots of people use them. They're good quality. Um, I like the microphone thing. When I'm on the road, I have, like, a USB headset. headset. So, not a big thing. Uh, that being said, he'd rather get... Better quality from either a USB headset mic connected to the phone with an OTG adapter or headset mic that has a USB-C connection. Okay. You're not speaking my language, brother, so I had to call in the podcast audio expert, Brian Watkins, and uh, he was pretty straightforward. He's like, uh, you know, he doesn't think he'll get better quality from another headset per se. You may however get better quality for a USB interface instead of the headphone jack, but he didn't want to do it. We'll see what happens. All right and Brian Bates thank you every week giving us your podcast setup updates man it's super cool um he gave us a podcast setup this week that's not in his car now when I say he's in his car he just uh he likes to escape from his noisy house and podcast from his car so he's got a pretty neat little setup in there whatever works brother uh but this week he actually got to go in the house and he always takes good pictures and i appreciate that you know visual is always great for the guys on on or the guys and gals rather in the podcasting made simple facebook group so his setup goes with the atr 2100 love that mic so i'll have that mic I, I travel with that mic the zoom h6 recorder i mean, those things are cool uh they're more expensive than the mixer i just prefer the mixer i don't know why i i it's got more versatility for me but i do like the recorder i do um I have a Zoom H4. It doesn't have the same. Anyway, this isn't about me. It's about Brian. And monitor headphones is the ATH-M50X. So he's got some pretty solid equipment. I mean, my headphones right now, they just go into an adapter into my headphone amp. They're like earbuds with the adapter on the end. But I don't know. When I'm on the road, I like the cans. If I'm, if I, if I'm editing video, I'll put on the big cans too. Everyone thinks you need these fancy, fancy headphones. I'm just telling you, you want to save money? First off, save money on headphones. Get a good mic, save money on headphones. All you're doing is you're monitoring sound. Monitoring sound, that's it. And he likes to use the iPad Pro 12.9 inch for researching and scripting his uh, podcast. So, all right. That's cool, man. And I like the setup. And I think that's it. So this week we learned what's a podcast network. How do you get uh, noticed in your own community? And, uh, golly, what else did we learn? We learned, uh, I guess, different types of networks on different RSS feeds and uh, the same RSS feed. And that's it, man. So, uh, if you like what you see, subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. Leave me a nice review and keep inviting people to the Podcasting Made Simple group. And until next time, shalom. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com.